There are a lot of online dating groups and like single parenting dating groups or just single parenting support groups, you know, on Facebook and whatever. Mm -hmm. And on one of these groups, there was a post about this guy and he sounded eerily familiar to the guy that I had been involved with for the last year and a half. And so I finally sent a message to the girl that had posted it. And I was like, hey, this guy sounds really like the guy that I'm currently in a relationship with. Would you mind sharing a picture and a name? It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29 year olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, or good night. I did it out of order, and I don't care. Just depending on whenever you're listening to the podcast. Welcome to the number one podcast that is number one. Well, it's the number one podcast in homes that have classified documents in their garage somewhere. We are we are the the swipe wrong podcast. You know how we roll, you know. We're we're the podcast here that uh, takes everyday people telling their everyday stories of the the swipe right world. How you been doing? Uh you've been enjoying uh the pop off to uh season 2 so far. We did our little Valentine special last week. And now we're on to uh, to another another really cool episode. I'm really excited for. Like, I can't tell you like how cool it is. Like, just to 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 be in the experience that I get to experience. Um, there's some people that uh, I have no idea. I've never even had a conversation with uh, some of these people until I get to sit down and hear their story, their story of um, their swipe ride experiences and uh, get an idea of, you know, just the, the, the type of people they are, the type of experiences that they're going through, um, some of the situations that they've been in and, and you know, the, the success stories or just the bloodshed and chaos. And it's just really cool, man. There is some fucking awesome people that I get to uh, get to meet and talk to that I otherwise wouldn't get a chance to. And uh, this week is really no exception. This week and next week uh, are really no exception. Both of them are kind of the same uh, where I haven't met either one of them until I get to sit down and, and talk to them. And because uh, I'm, I'm going to mention them both because they both kind of tie into one another. They both know each other. And as we go through this episode, you'll kind of understand what's going to happen in the next episode and, and see it from a different perspective. Super awesome, phenomenal woman um, who uh, uh, was just actually truly my pleasure to sit down or sit, well, sit through Zoom and, and talk to. So um, I, really, that's I guess that's that's where I can leave it. You guys, you guys know the drill from here, right? If you don't know it by now, then you better call somebody. But it is sit back, relax, 
put your feet up, enjoy. If you're in the car, don't hit that person next to you. Nobody needs that type of madness. Don't be that guy. Nobody wants to be that guy. And enjoy the polygamist. And one more word, of course, from the quote unquote legal department. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. Hockey. College hockey. Has that started? Yes. Okay. All right. And how is Michigan going to do this year? Well, if they could keep all their players on their team active. Yeah. Did you hear about, God, who did we play early in the season? We were ranked like number one or two. Were you really? And we had some sort of, it wasn't COVID. They couldn't figure out what it was, but this virus wiped out the team. So huh. they have a game to play. I cannot remember who we played. Was it, Our... was it gonorrhea or something like that? No, okay. <laughs> right? yeah, was it, I mean, that just oh, will go through the locker room. That, yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> it's weird how that works out. <laughs> Our, I think it was our third string goalie had uh, to play wing. Oh, Jesus. Because really? that's how many players were out. I've never, like, I don't follow college hockey. Like, I'm a king. Like, uh, actually, it's funny. I had it earlier. My king shit was all going. And I know you're more ho- college than you are a pro. Correct. Uh, I've been to the Frozen Four, I think, once when Wisconsin what? was in it. Yeah. Once fuck upon you. a crime. Yeah. Yeah. You go, I can go fuck myself. I mean, if I could, I wouldn't leave the house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow he's a gymnast too but uh uh so college just i don't, I don't follow this, but i kind of yeah. love hockey and anybody who says they don't lock, like hockey has never been to a live game so that would be my ex-husband <laughs> and that's why he's your ex-husband right <laughs> exactly. yeah. Yeah. one of the many reasons yeah you're like bro if you're gonna hold your own stick but not watch these guys hold their sticks i mean come on but he's got a son and a daughter that play like at some point you gotta like the game yeah, no shit, right? Um, how old are your kids? So my son's eleven and my daughter's eight. Okay, and they and, and they both play. Your daughter they does both too. Both play huh? hockey. No She's shit. a badass. Is yeah. she? Yeah, she is. She's cross checking every dude on the planet. <laughs> she's, isn't she? she's not afraid of anybody. Good. Good. Does she play lacrosse or anything too? She does. Yeah, and she fucks yeah. him up then too, right? Although she t- she's telling me now she's not gonna play lacrosse anymore because so up. Last year when she played, she could play co-ed. Okay. And now she's too old, so she'd have to play a girls team. And she oh, doesn't yeah. want to play girls lacrosse because it's not like boys lacrosse. That's so cool. I love that shit. I really do. Why should it be? <laughs> she should play the exact same way. And <clears throat> I mean, in the world that we're in, I mean, I, I know this isn't it, but like non-binary, all that stuff, whatever. Oh, Just yeah. Let people play. Let them go have fun. Yep. If, if the skill level is the same, then let them go play. If the, Yeah, I don't know why girls have to play lacrosse differently. Yeah, because guys no are gonna sense. fucking go figure. Here's what it comes back to: it's gonna ruin the male ego when the fucking chick fucking cross checks the dude and he's down and he doesn't know what to do. Here, go get your participation trophy and we'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> so tell me, how long have you been on the swipe right sites? How long have you been single? How long have I been single? So my divorce was official, like legally officially, in 2017. Yeah. Um. I I think I started dating like the end of 2016. Okay. And then I did get into a serious relationship uh, like 2018 until 
2021 ish. Did you meet say. him on? One I of did the sites? meet him on a site. No shit. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Good for you. Which one do you remember? I did because it's the only person I ever met on that site. It was Happen. You met one dude on a site, <laughs> first date. Like, let's lock in a relationship. Is this? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm sorry. So he's the only guy I met on that particular site. Oh, okay. We dated like very casually, actually for almost a year. Okay. And before we like made it official. Okay. Right. Threw the gauntlet down and was like, I'm done with this bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So what, what's, what app was it? It was Happen that I met him on. Oh, Happen. I'm sorry. I didn't even know that was a thing. I didn't. I, I'm not familiar with this Happen thing. I, apologize. I don't even. I'm sure it's still around. So uh-huh. Happen has this concept of it's all based on your location. OK, and I don't I don't remember the, the ins and outs of it, but it's something like so like let's say you and I are both on the site. Like okay. on the app, whatever. Mm-hmm. And you and I, it's sort of that whole was that Craigslist? So that was like when you met somebody on you saw somebody on a train, you know? Yeah. So like it's sort of that concept shit. of yeah. like, you know, if we happen to pass each other or be in the same bar together, like you'll pop up on my feed. Wow. And like if I like you and you like me, then but you have to be within like a certain distance of each other. That's pretty cool. I didn't know that. Yeah. So it's it, like they kind of took that idea and ran with it. So we okay. like cross paths around St. Patty's Day in the city and, right. you know, both happen to like each other. That's pretty cool. I'm not familiar with that. That's cool. Yeah. I'm glad you told it does, so, that. I like the concept. Right. It's right. But now that I'm like, you know, fully immersed in the suburban mother life and I don't <laughs> like leave a, you know, 30 mile radius of my house other than to go to hockey tournaments. Yeah. Sure. It doesn't work well for me because like I know everybody in my town. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but no. like if you live in the city, you know, it's great. Like, or if you don't have kids and you're out mingling and going places and doing things, yeah. I think it works well. Yeah. So I was on the sites, you know, for like a year before him and I started dating seriously. Okay. So you, you had small kids, uh, back. I had very small kids at the time. Did he have kids? No. Okay. No. I feel feel like, and you can tell me to go fuck myself because like that's that's totally fair. We've already addressed this part. I I think I already have. Yeah. 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 That's right. We've seen how this kind of rolls out. Um, I feel like there's levels, especially for a single mom, single dad. It's like the first level when you date with somebody is you have to get through. All right. Do we text communicate? Well, okay, we do. All right. Are we face to face? Well, is this guy or girl fucking absolutely batshit crazy? And then like level, like level three is like, how good is the sex? And like level 15 is do they get on? Do the kids get along with them? And like you, it's like, you have to fucking section it away to get to, all right, cool. We can do a relationship. Does that feel about right? Or am I Mm -hmm. nuts? Okay. No, you're hundred percent right. It's like, yeah. it's so proceed with caution. Yeah. I mean, he didn't meet my kids for over a year. That's cool. Um, but, and it, yeah, it's interesting. My friends and I have this conversation all the time about like, do you date somebody with kids or somebody not with kids? You know, like there's pros and cons to both mm-hmm. because like, if you as a single you know, parenting person now try to date another single parenting person. Like the first question out of the bat is like, what's your parenting schedule? Because like, if it doesn't line up, like if our weekends are opposite, then like this is done before it even gets off the app. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) For sure. Because we're never going to find a way to spend time together. 
But if you date somebody who doesn't have kids, so right now the schedule flexibility improves, but like most of the time they have zero concept of what your life is really like. Right. Right. And they can't relate to your kids or whatever. Um, Or they don't necessarily like the fact that they're not priority number one. So tell me like how many like, all right. So since that you've been back on quite a few dates, good handful. Like, is it sensory overload with as many matches as you probably get? Oh, I mean, I feel like the matches thing goes in waves okay. where I feel like, like when you first, you know, reactivate or get back on an app, then yeah, like all of a sudden you feel like you have 20 matches and you're mm-hmm. trying to keep up and it's chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like that goes away in a couple of weeks. Okay. And then you're just like, it's a match here or there, but it's, it's a numbers game. Like if you sit on the apps and you swipe, 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 like constantly, you you get through hundreds, then eventually like you're bound to get a couple of matches. But like, if you're not actively doing anything, then nothing happens. I will get to the point when I've been on the apps for a while, where I start playing games where I'm like, okay, you can't stop swiping until you have swiped you know, write at least 10 times. Like, <laughs> and that may take hundreds of swipes, you know, <laughs> or like you can turn, you can stop swiping when you get, when you swipe left 20 times in a row and you didn't hit a right. Like then you can, <laughs> like, I just like make up shit because it's otherwise like it's beyond depressing. <laughs> You're like, here's my new high score. I don't know what yes, you mean. Now. <laughs> exactly. But I try, I do that. And then I try to beat it the next time. I'm like, okay, well you did 20. So now you got to aim for 30. <laughs> so what ones do you use the most? Are you on what Bumble, Tinder, the, what else? Bumble is probably my default favorite. Okay. I feel like the quality of people on Bumble has always been a little bit higher. So I had not been on Tinder for years. And then when I went back on the apps this year, I, my, a couple of my girlfriends who, (laughs) so I have a couple of friends that we met because we were all dating the same guy. We we were all in relation in a relationship with the same guy, but we didn't know it. Didn't know it. Yeah. So, so anyway, so we have a group chat now. These are people that I had never met before. And now have become like three of my best friends. That's awesome. (laughs) I mean, that's interesting circumstances. Yes. That's a whole story uh, that we actually did a whole podcast on, (laughs) but um, I want to hear that story. Yes. But where was I going with this? What were we talking about? Uh, we were talking about the apps that you use. Oh, you yeah. Know. Oh, they're right. So they were like, my my one friend was like, no, I love Tinder. She calls herself the queen of Tinder. She's right. like, you have to get back on Tinder. So I got back on Tinder. And Tinder had changed a lot. Like the how you swipe. And I remember I was like, there's like 400 icons. I don't know what I'm yeah. doing anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah for sure. How did, and so Bumble to me is still the easiest to like mindlessly left, right, left, right. Like yeah. it's so just like, I don't really even have to pay attention and Tinder. Yeah. You have to like stop and press it to see the other pictures and then decide what you're doing. And I'm like, it, it's, you know, it's not yeah. as easy, user-friendly on a whim. I decided to try stir. So stir is associated with match, right? For yeah, parents. I think so, but it's okay. supposed to be for parents. Yeah. 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 I think, I think, yes. I know, okay. I've, I've heard of that one. So how do you like stir? So I stir was like, so the problem to me with Tinder and Bumble is that people are 
not as truthful. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah. probably dating yeah. apps in general, but mm-hmm. you know, where I feel like people will say like, oh yeah, I'm looking for a relationship and like, they're really not. But sir, I definitely got the impression that more people were like legit looking for something serious. So I liked that component. Okay, um, cool. So do you now when you will, when you go out with people, do you vet them? Do you go on to like my case or whatever it is and, and, and do background checks? So the problem with me is I'm extremely trusting of people. Fair. That's sweet. There's no problem I, there. That's just sweet. I just like genuinely think that people are good and I shouldn't. <laughs> no, no, you should. Well, I mean, in so you are innocent until proven guilty, where most people are guilty until proven yes. innocent in this world. Yes. That's all. Yes. So um, so my one friend that I met through this, she is way more the guilty until proven innocent. Okay. And so when I after this whole debacle of us all dating the same guy, she was like laying into me about like, okay, no, you are not going out with anyone until you have a first and last name, a phone number. We have background checked them, like the whole shebang. So I've gotten better, but I can't, I don't necessarily do like a background check, but if I have a phone number, I will Google it. Okay. So like the story, one of the stories I tell like early on, I met this guy Early on in my dating naivety, I met this guy. (laughs) We went out a couple of times, totally hit it off, had a ton of fun together. Things were great. And I um, I got a phone call from him one night and, you know, it came up on my phone as him and I pick up the phone and I'm like, hey, what's going on or whatever. And this girl just starts screaming at me. Like, I know who you are and I know what you're doing. And I was like... Awesome, because I have no idea who you are. What the fuck I'm doing? (laughs) What are you talking about? And she's like, she, you know, she proceeds to, you know, scream at me about how she and this guy just bought a house and they're living together. And I'm like, and I mean, I'm like, it was my ex husband cheated on me. And I'm like, oh, "Oh, shit, you know, and I'm like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. You know, like I had no idea this was happening. And I'm like, first assumption a guy's on a dating site is that he's actually single. Yeah, for sure. For sure. (laughs) Shockingly, that's not a fair assumption. No. But I'm like, I start apologizing to her. And then I'm like, wait a minute. Like, I didn't do anything wrong here, you know? And she's just screaming at me. And I'm like, listen, I have been where you are. And I get it. But like, I am not the person you need to be yelling at. Like, you need to have a conversation with him, you know? And she's just still screaming at me. I finally just hung up the phone. (laughs) I can't help you. Wow. That's tough. Because like, that's denial all the way through. Like, I'm going to yell at everybody else, but the one I'm supposed to yell at. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fear, right? Because like, you don't, she didn't want to lose him. So it was easier to yell at me. Yeah. 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 But I was like, well, I mean, I've been to that guy's house. Like... (laughs) And they live together? Apparently, well, apparently they just bought a house together. I don't know. Oh, okay. Like I had been to the house that they hadn't moved into. You know Boy, what I mean? Some like, shit. Yeah. But the the one I alluded to was this this uh the last relationship that I was in. So I met a guy after my breakup with my ex-boyfriend, and I got back uh-huh. on the apps and I started dating. I met a guy and had like just immediate connection with him and we really seemed to hit it off and he was a little bit you know i think he'd been divorced maybe like a year or something okay 
you know, wasn't sure he was looking for something serious, wanted to do something casual. Long story short, we end up very casually dating essentially for the next 18 months, which is a little bit like should have been my flag to begin with. But, um, you know, there's there I could get into the nitty gritty of all of that and the ups and downs and ins and outs of us you know, breaking up, being back together, whatever. I assume, but, I assume you do though. Hang on. I don't mean to interrupt, but I yeah, assume no. you do though on, on the podcast that you guys did, right. Do you guys get more in detail? So if yes. you want to pimp, if you want to pimp the podcast by all means. Okay. So it's, yeah. So it's my girlfriend's podcast. It's called thirsty. Okay. Thirsty the podcast. Okay. Um, and the episode is um, called the better off babes. Okay. Oh, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. She, they, <laughs> her and her friend have a podcast and they do it's a lot about dating but single parent like being single women careers moms divorce a lot of that stuff okay so so yeah um so at any rate there are a lot of online dating groups and like single parenting dating groups or just single parenting support groups you know on facebook and whatever Mm. and through one of those groups uh, a lot of times people will post on there either like, Hey, this is the situation with the person I'm dating. What do you guys think? Have any advice, you know, or, uh, I've been going out with this guy. Does anybody know him? Is he married? <laughs> like, sure, is he... Sure. Women are kind of trying to start helping women in this world, which I think Good. is amazing. Instead of like fighting each other, they're like, Hey, I've been dating this guy. Is anybody else married? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that's did fair. I know, did I know this? Um, because we've all been on the dating apps enough now to know that like, this is a reality. Um, so anyways, on one of these groups, there was a post about this guy and he sounded eerily familiar to the guy that I had been involved with for the last year and a half. And so I finally sent a message to the girl that had posted it. And I was like, Hey, this guy sounds really like the guy that I'm currently in a relationship with. Would you mind sharing a picture and a name? And so she did. And lo and behold, we had been dating him the whole time together. simultaneously. Wow. And she was under the impression that they were in an exclusive relationship. So we start chatting and she's like, well, hold on. Let me um, tie you into these other women that have also been dating him at the same time. No. So the next thing you know, I'm in a group chat with, you know, a group of women who one of, so one of us, in the the four of us that's really talk, um, she and I don't overlap at all. Like we, we were not involved with him at the same time, but she overlaps with one of the other girls. And then I overlap with the two other girls that, in some capacity, wow. I was with wow. him at the same time that both of them were with him. And then we have found out about other women that he was with as well. Um, so there's like, because I was involved with him the longest, I have the most crossover, which is <laughs> like the, the first girl that I met, she only dated him over the summer and her intuition kicked in. She knew something was up. She knew right. that, which is why she made the post. Okay. Um, thank God she did. So yeah, anyways, yeah. it was, it was really hard because, and, and I talk yeah. about this in the podcast that he and I, I thought, you know, we're really close. We're really good friends. He was somebody I really leaned on when I needed something. He was there for me. I can't take that away from him. He, he was, um, he did things for me, 
But like all of this other crap was going on in the background where he was also consistently with not just, you know, one other woman, but, you know, five, six women at a time easily. And that's only what we know about, you know? So that was hard because I also kind of felt like I lost a really good friend. Sure. In that, you know, somebody I was really tight with and close to. um, But I gained these three girlfriends out of it. And we are all, we talk all day, every day. Um, And for me, it was a really big thing because when I went through my divorce, I didn't know anybody else that was divorced. I mean, my, my kids were still, you know, my kids were four and one. I knew nobody and I didn't have anybody to, you know, navigate it with that could really, really, you know, I mean, I had great friends that did everything they possibly could. It's just a lot. And so I, you know, I, over the years, I finally met one or two other people here and there that were in a similar situation, but meeting these three girls has been like life-changing for me because we're all in similar situations with trying to navigate co-parenting with a not great co-parenting partner. (laughs) And, and the dating and the apps and all of that. So I find, I feel like I have this real support system all of a sudden that I never had before. So if I have to find like the silver lining to having once again, fallen for a cheating asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I three really good friends. <laughs> I'm a big believer in life happens for you, not to you. And it's yeah. weird how it all shakes out. And now that you kind of look back and maybe the pain's gone away and stuff like that. I'm sure that's exactly how you feel. Um, yeah. I, talked uh the last season on this podcast talked like a couple of things that that i think are important is a support group and you've just got that support group now yeah yeah and that's been huge or just the hilarious stories you know like yeah like we you know this this is what this is did you see what this guy actually said to me (laughs) (laughs) well heather who has the podcast she she talks about she's like i think men think we have amnesia like they, they don't think we remember you. Cause like we, you know, you'll guys will come back into the picture constantly all the time. And you're like, did you, do you think I forgot? Like what happened? (laughs) Like (laughs) hundred percent. Like, did you get a lot of like, uh, every, every woman's favorite text W I D. Um, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. Did you get oh, yeah. a, a lot of those yeah. around the holidays from guys who've just been fucking vanished and shit? Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. It's like the pop in from the X all of a sudden or the guy that disappeared or ghosted. And it's like, yeah. what? Yeah. Like- <laughs> W.I.D. Like that's every girl. Oh, my God. Here we go again. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so after your shell shock of getting three new besties from yes. crazy dude. Uh, so you're still on the apps, I assume. Yes. So I, well, yes and no, I actually met somebody recently that I've been spending a lot of time with. So that's great news. I haven't, I haven't been doing a whole lot of swiping as of recently, but. So um, how is, how is your trust right now? Like, <laughs> how is so that, that? So that's a funny story that this actually just happened this week because, because right, my default is trust. And I find it exhausting to change my defaults. Like I've tried to work on it. It's I have to really think about it. I don't do a great job at it and I find it mentally exhausting, but I am trying. So, so the other day, this guy that, that I've been seeing, I, um, I had sent him a text when I was at my kid's hockey practice and he responded, you know, a couple hours later, which was no big deal. And he, he was just like, oh, hey, I was out to dinner with my friend. You know, what are you up to or something along those lines? 
And in my head, I immediately was about to text like, oh, you know, who'd you go out with or whatever. And then I did this check for a minute and I was like, oh, dinner with a friend is like code for I went on a date. Right. Because like, that's what the, you know, the guy that had been cheating on me all these months or whatever, I found out, you know, he would tell me all the time he was out playing volleyball or out doing this with his buddies. And he was not, you know, like when I started talking to these three girls and we started matching up dates of like, oh, I was with them. Oh, you were with them two hours before that. Like we met, like he'd gone on a trip on Memorial Day weekend with the one girl and dropped her off Monday like afternoon and was at my house Monday night, wow. you know, and he had told me he was in the city playing volleyball. So like all of a sudden I was like, cute to Kara, like, was he out to dinner with a friend? Maybe yeah. he was on a date. Yeah. And again, we're not exclusive. So like he can be on a date, you know what I right. mean? Like, totally fine. Right. And, um, and he has every right to do that and you know, whatever. But so, of course, because I'm snarky and sarcastic and this is how I, you know, deal with things. I immediately was like, oh, was she hot? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and to give him credit, he played right in, you know, he was like, he was like, oh, yeah, absolutely gorgeous or something. And then and I said, I said she's not nearly as funny as I am or something. Like yeah. <laughs> you know. Well played. That's a good okay, one. Exactly. Yeah. And so, but I was like proud of myself for having that, like, hold on, Kara, like. Yeah. Yeah. He probably wasn't out like with a guy friend, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I, I, you know, so that was like an improvement for me. I was like, look at me. <laughs> Good for you, girl. That's some growth. Like, entirely I literally, I literally think the apps may, may have made people um, more cautious for sure. And then your scenario is just, uh, just, just crazy. Like I, I totally proceed with caution, totally get that shit. Right. And I, you know, it's funny because I've had two conversations recently with two different girlfriends, one from, from the, I call them the sister wives. Cause I, I need <laughs> that's so great. I was going to make a, a joke about polygamy earlier when I heard the <laughs> initial part of the story. So that works out great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I call them the sister wives. Um, and so we had this conversation, you know, because she, one of the girls is, you know, been dating, seeing this guy, she's kind of into him. She was sort of like, you know, should I, you're talking about the, just the trust issue. Should I believe yeah. him? Should I not believe him? And, and then I was out to dinner with a girlfriend last night um, who is divorced and was also cheated on and, and has a lot of trust issues as well. And we were talking about it. And like at the end of the day, trust is always a choice. It is a decision that you make and that it is never guaranteed because you're depending on the other person to you know, also be truthful and, and you have no yeah. control over that. So like you take the, you know, trust is built over time. It's built with consistency, people following through, doing what they say, showing up when they're supposed to like these sorts of things. And so you, you make a decision based on the data that you have to trust or to not trust. But at the end of the day, whether that pans out is totally out of your hands. Right. So you try to take the information that you have and learn from your mistakes and, you know, go from there. And that's kind of all you can do, sadly enough. But um, when, when you're somebody like me who believes that everything that comes out of everybody's mouth, you have to, like... <laughs> for good reason though. I mean, like the, the marriage, the, the relationship, like for good reason, I told us and like, like, I can get to where you're getting, like, you can get to guilty until proven innocent. Until, yeah. And, yeah. I can see that, especially with the new support group. I mean, but it is a defense mechanism. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm, I'm trying to improve, but I also don't want to, like, I also don't want to be too cynical. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, sure. 
Sure. I don't want to be, but I do want to be a little bit smarter than I thought. Well, it sounds like you've already, you're already on your way to that, or <laughs> you know, just 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 with the crew you got. I mean, it sounds yeah, like you've got some yeah. good help. That's yeah, true. well, and that's what she she was saying. And she's like, I don't want to end up in another situation ship, you know, like oh, we all allowed percent to be 100%. in this situation ship with this guy for what like what what were we thinking? We're all smarter than this, you know. Yeah. It was like, what on earth was wrong with us? Where was our brains? Why were we not thinking about it? Wow. And and we all said I was we were like, Well, first of all, you're never gonna do that again. Like you just aren't. We all know. And second of all, none of us are gonna let you, so it's fine, don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for being along for the ride on the Swipe Wrong Podcast, where we take everyday people like you and me telling their everyday stories of their swipe right life. Show is produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. If you want to reach out to the show and tell us your story, we'd love to hear it. Give us a call. Google voice us at 317-426-6616. Leave your information and we'll get back to you or just your story. You can also email us at swipewrongpod at gmail.com. We are on Insta, Facebook, TikTok. We're out there. I am Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. You can find me pretty much anywhere that you see me. And next week, the saga continues. Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong.